Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from New York, it's the show that's looking forward to the Patriots preseason game. Going to have you guys over. Are you really? You're going to invite really? us over for the first time fun. in the history of the partnership? No. Oh. <laughs> I need to watch it. Why do you watch it? I do it. Today is Aaron Rodgers growing impatient. Hmm. Meanwhile, so. what are the chances that the Lions surprise the Chiefs? Oh, stop it. And finally, well, we're an hour away from the most motivating segment in all of sports. Maybe Baker is back on it. It's the Bud List alongside Nick Wright. I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, don't give it away now. Was there anyone on the bubble Bud List? A bubble? Yeah. <laughs> I had a different answer. Okay, go ahead. Whatever you want to say. The Bud List is heavy on coaches, light. I hate to say it, on inspiration. Oh, no. Wow. It's what? duress. Bruce Ard's under duress. Look, there's a lot of guys under duress. That's what it is. Okay. All right. It's we start with patience. According to a report from Rich Semini, Rogers, quote, quote, flashed impatience with his teammates for the first time during practice. Here's some sound from wide receiver Corey Davis and center Connor McGovern. He's been... Like I said, real patient, real, real, um, you know, lenient with us and, and, and just working with us and making sure that we get everything down, um, you know, which is what we need. But I can imagine that going the other way, you know, if it doesn't pick up. I've sensed frustration from everybody, everybody on the O-line, Aaron, coaches. I mean, you can't, you can't go out and go three and out in a two-minute drive like that. Mm-hmm. Brew, something or nothing? Oh, it's something. Told you. Something good. <laughs> I'm serious. This is yesterday. This is what? <laughs> no, look, ahead. hold on. I love the fact that Corey Davis <laughs> understands that he's been patient. He likes the fact that Rodgers has been patient with him. Mm -hmm. I read respect in that comment. Okay. I read that he appreciates the fact that Rodgers has not gone off on them too quickly, jumped on them when they're making their mistakes. But that comment also tells you they understand. If justified, if there's a time where we're screwing up too much, he has the credibility, he has the respect, and he's got the resume to go off on us. And they will accept it. The, some of these guys grew up idolizing Aaron Rodgers. They, a lot of them grew up watching him be one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. So they want to please him. And that means you'll work harder. It means you'll, you'll be more disciplined and you might play better. It's kind of like, I think, with LeBron with the Lakers. The fact that his teammates 
look up to him so much. They want to please him. They want to impress him. It makes him play better. So I think that's – this is good. It's good for the Jets. It's bad, unfortunately, well, for you okay. and your Patriots. Let me ask – let me take a slightly different tact here. What do you think the earliest possible time Rodgers' patience could have been tested? Because I'll take – set the date right around yesterday. Hmm. Really? I, yeah. You couldn't go off I, I, early. I mean, I don't know. You, you, you rarely have a knockdown drag out during the oh, honeymoon. It's usually the first time there's actually some adversity. When was he supposed to be showing this impatience? With Sauce Gardner and Jessica Alba at the Knicks game? Probably not. In minicamp, which he barely participated in because he tweaked his ankle or his Achilles, whatever it was. I know he tweaked something. It's – at the first, the second day of training camp when you're not even in pads yet? Probably not. Oh, no, now we're practicing with another team. Now there's live bullets. And now I'm realizing, oh, boy, it's not a lot of uh, chemistry with these receivers, something I have not dealt with in my past, except for Lazard, of course, who Brew loves. But and his the, guy, Gary Wilson, the, wasn't there. No, he was injured. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So I, that, I understand. You know, the entire offense hangs the on this 22-year-old second-year player, Garrett Wilson. I get that. And I, what I, disrespect? No, no, I'm not disrespecting Garrett Wilson. I am the only person who is treating a guy who everybody thinks is about the 13th best receiver in football like he's the 13th best receiver in football. Like he is not going to single-handedly carry. Yes, but not going to single-handedly carry a team. Like, when were these opportunities for Rodgers to previously How show How many practices have they had? A, a, probably a, a week a and dozen. a half. Or yeah, two I mean, it was that's a plenty of time days. to go off. Okay, so, he's Aaron Rodgers. He could go off from day one. Oh, yes, guys, but the, why I'm here to win. You, but you are trying. I gave up to, 35 million dollars. Oh, get it right. Okay. You could have done that. That's fair. Yeah, but you are. He is. Uh, he is, is smartly and I think correctly trying to make a good first impression, which he clearly has done. He is trying to dispel the or change the image that he has had in some quarters of being a little aloof and, you know, doesn't have great relationships. Sure. He is trying to maybe dispel what he thinks are unfair narratives about him. But now, as we get closer and closer to actual football games, what I think is going to, if it has not already, start to set in on Aaron is, Man, I bit off a lot here. I went, there are some positives to going from the smallest city in North America that has a pro sports team to the biggest, but there are also some negatives. There are some positives to potentially a fresh start, but there are also some negatives of in the over the last decade, basically, if my team didn't do well, there were a lot of fingers pointed at people other than me. Mike McCarthy doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, McCarthy's gone. Gutenkunst doesn't give him enough weapons. They, they don't spend enough on the receiver position. All of these things. Now, with everyone loving the Jets' defense, everyone talking Super Bowl, they were 7-9 and nine with the worst quarterback play in the league. What are they going to be with Aaron Rodgers? I think it is an ominous task. And I'm not killing him for being impatient, you know, for getting frustrated with the players. I'm simply saying I think it is a reflection of the reality with which he is walking into okay, right now. Let's keep it going. Let's take a look at the Jets' schedule. Uh, as we've talked about for a while now, that first column is quite tough. To zoom in on the defensive ranks, Bills were sixth, Cowboys were 12th, Patriots were eighth. They'll be even better this year. Holy cow. Uh, Chiefs are 11th, which is not great, but they are going to put up 35 points. Broncos will be great, and then you got the Eagles. So how important is a hot start 
in light of this tough schedule to begin the season? Hot start is too strong. All right. They need a solid start. That's it. All right. Because Which is what? Well, I did a little graphic. Okay. Dusty? Yeah. Let's see it. Let's see Bruce's little graphic. Go ahead. <laughs> it's coming up. It's coming up in Dustin, a moment. There, it is. there we go. Okay. That, that's tough to see. But look, I've got them. Their first six games, we know those are really tough. If they go three and three, that's what I call solid. Split with Buffalo and Dallas, beat your Patriots, lose to the Chiefs. And I think this is realistic. Beat Denver and lose to the Eagles. Someone said, and then the next week after (laughs) the bye week, they the schedule lightens up. Yeah. They can go four and one. Uh Because they got the Giants. I'm giving them a loss to the Chargers. Like I said, I'm trying to just be fair. Beat the Raiders. Beat split with the Bills. So they beat the Bills. Beat Miami. And then they beat Atlanta and and that's eleven and six. That's eleven and six. Now, if they start two and four, let's say they don't split with with uh, Buffalo and Dallas, Mm -hmm. they still could go ten and and seven or. You know, win one of these games. I gave maybe they they beat the Patriots here's, at the end of the here's season. I, so yeah, okay, so I've got a couple with your projected. <laughs> I mean, schedule here. The only I have a couple issues. W- one is you you don't have them losing a single bad game. That's unrealistic, in my opinion. Just my opinion. Well, There's I'm, not I'm, a single. Uh, it's not a single bad loss on there. All of the losses are to good teams. But the other, listen, I agree with you, actually, that they don't need a hot start. They need to avoid a disastrous start. Right. I don't think they can. That So I think that that week three game against the Patriots is an absolute must-have game in a game that Wilds, how many times have they beaten the Patriots? 14 in a row. 14. This the Patriots be have beaten them 14 in a row. I'm not saying they won't beat the Patriots. Right, right, I'm not right, saying right. that. Not, what I am is saying is I don't think they are going win. to win at Dallas. If we can take Bruce's projected schedule down just for a moment because it's going to be – And not that gonna is not a thing. prediction. Okay, that's this, just – no, that's just – right now I'm throwing that out wait, there. Wait, what do you mean that's I think not, that's ridic- – I think that's um, realistic. So those win losses – Well, pick- we'll make our picks. Oh, okay, I we got it. Still that's make just our like goal. a theoretical I just think that's realistic. Okay. And I was trying to be fair. Like, they're not going to win all these games. The – Jets start, Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs. If they do not beat the Patriots, that is an 0-4 start. And in the history of the NFL, 164 teams have started 0-4. You know, in the Super Bowl era, one has made the playoffs. The 92 Chargers. That's it. You can't recover from 0-4. Teams have had soft schedules down the stretch. They've had everything. 0-4 is not recoverable. There now, are 17 games now. That's a little that, that, that is I get true. it. I'm with you, though. They yeah, and that is that a good point. There are 17 games, so maybe there is a slightly, slightly larger. Uh, but I think you would agree that 0-4 would be a disaster. So I don't, because I agree with Brew in large part that Schedule softens up at the end. They, they're not. It's not like you're, they're going to have to go 12 and five to make the playoffs. I agree with all of that. I just don't know that they can avoid the disaster start. And I think it's not helpful for them that they go game one of the year, 
Monday night football against Buffalo, yep. then Sunday night football. Their one non or the, the I think it's Sunday afternoon, a CBS national TV game. But and then a one o'clock game against the Patriots that I'm sure will be the Romo Nance game. And then all of a sudden you're against the Chiefs on national TV again. Like that is, in my opinion, a brutal start that absolutely can be 0 and 4. That's, that's what I feel like they they obviously have to beat the Patriots and. They need to split one of those games if possible. So but they, two and four, I think they could recover from. Yeah, two, I think two and four. Two they and could four, be by the way, I think they. I don't think they would be dead. But zero right. and four would mean yes. that you've got to go essentially eleven and two the rest of the way. That's not happening. No. If they started zero and four, that's, even if they start zero and two, and then going into that Patriots game where all of a sudden it's a must win, well, that's, there's going to yeah. be more internal strife there than I think we're giving them credit for. This is not. The Chiefs starting slow if they start slow. This is not when uh, when Rodgers started slow in Green Bay and had his famous like everybody relax. Right, right, right. There's going to be no wiggle room for relaxing here. People are going to start to freak out and there's going to be moves made and it's going to be like well, what's up with the offensive just, line. I, I think if they lose to the Patriots, like if they start 0-3, you're right. Look, they understand how good Buffalo and Dallas are. So I think you've got one, you've got built-in excuses if you go 0-2 of, okay, we played two of the best teams in the league, and we're getting a new guy acclimated to, you know, a new offense. Okay. Players are adapting to a new offense. We're I, adapting to Rodgers. So I, I think you've got I, some built-in excuses. I think that is logical and reality. I don't know that that's how it will be treated. I think what you're saying is, okay, listen, two of our toughest games of the year to start the season. They give us a break there, so to speak. While our schedule softens up, there's a new quarterback. There's a lot of moving pieces. We are going to get some easier games later. I think that is all true. I don't know that that is how it will be treated no, in no, New York City. No, no. And the I don't know that that's the – And I, you guys know I'm not as big into the back page as you well. former <laughs> ink-stained wretch. However, I will say I do think – there is a level of scrutiny that Aaron particularly is going to be under this year that is not common for him because there is the and a level of of finger pointing at him personally if it does not work out that almost never happened in Green Bay. So I think that's fair or not. I think that's what's coming. They got that Broncos game. That's the big Nat Hackett game. Yeah, but that's more the Broncos doing than the Jets doing. No, Jets are gonna Jets are in are going to be very quickly in must-win games. No, I understand Unlike that. any I'm, other team in the league. I, I totally agree. No, All I'm saying is fair. I think the Broncos are the ones that have upped the pressure right. on themselves for that game more than the Jets. The Broncos There's pressure are the on both, but more on Denver. Yes. Definitely. You're, you're both guy. <laughs> they both got to win. They Tie both game. have to win. Tie I was game. right about that. Uh, last year, the Jets and their collection of quarterbacks were sacked 42 times. And when they weren't being sacked, they were being pressured. Fourth uh, worst pressures. Seventh worst rate. Offensive line couldn't open up any holes. Ninth worst yards per carry. Here's Aaron Rodgers on his O line. Good to be out there against a different defense. Thought we handled the uh, front uh, pretty well in the run game, pass game. There was some issues. I mean, we got to figure out who the who the first five is going to be. So, a lot of guys in competition right now. Seems like they're switching the tackles uh, left and right just about daily with uh, Max and Billy. Just looking for consistency with those guys. I feel like the interior has been a bright spot, uh, pretty consistent for us, uh, both the first and uh, second group. We just need a little more consistency uh, on the edge. 
Okay. Uh, Brew, is keeping Rodgers upright the biggest challenge? Well, it's huge, obviously. Um, and Max and Billy have been struggling, as he was talking about. Because the, well, the, they're both they, backups. Right, right. They got to get Dwayne Brown back. He's supposed to be back in a couple of weeks. But he is 37. Yeah, I mean, he's the so, oldest ta- he's second right. oldest tackle in the league. So right? he could yeah. get hurt again. Yeah. And Mekhi Beckton, who been knows hurt his what's, whole career. what's going on with him, right? So it's huge. But I think the biggest issue is what is Aaron Rodgers? Because if, is he closer to 2021 Aaron Rodgers when he won the MVP for the second year? Or is he second straight year? Or is he closer to the guy we watched last year? That's the biggest issue. If he's closer to 2021, the MVP, then I think it's quick release. I know he's still got the quick release, but he'll be able to, I think, make the line better, so to speak. Mm. Like he'll be able to survive them because he's got the, such a quick release. He's smart. I think, I mean, as long as they're not horrific. I mean, they can't, you know, guys but they can't might be getting be. there within a few but seconds. Bro, they might be. And, and Rodgers <sighs> got used to Bakhtiari, who I know people call him a Hall of Famer. I don't think David Bakhtiari is quite a but Hall of Famer, good. but he's on the – he might be. I mean, he's that good, and he's mm-hmm. been that good for that long. Everybody brings up Brady and Tampa. Brady, you know, Brady looked like he was cooked, went down to Tampa, won the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay had one of the best centers in football and Ryan Jensen. They had two good guards in Ali Marpet and Alex Kappa. Kappa's okay. Uh, and, but two pro bowlers on the interior had a good left tackle in Donovan Smith, then traded up in the first round to get Tristan yes. Wirfs. They, 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 it, they addressed a position of strength and made it stronger in the draft that year because they had a 40-something-year-old quarterback. The Packers, I'm sorry, the Jets, it's like they forgot this part of it. They have one excellent offensive lineman, Elijah Vera Tucker, who plays guard. It's one of the reasons the interior has been good. But he also has been pressed out to the edge last year, he was, and might be again. Well, now your interior is going to be. He can't play multiple positions at once. Dwayne Brown was a veteran when I was doing radio in Houston. I know Dwayne. I really <laughs> like Dwayne. But, I mean, yeah. Dwayne Brown's been in the league a years. very yeah. long time at a position you typically aren't in the league that long. And Mekhi Becton, God love him, but the guy can't be healthy. He played nine snaps or whatever in the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, well, this is of all – let me put it like this. We talk about – it was on the screen earlier. The Jets, Jets have the seventh best Super Bowl odds. If we were to take the top eight Super Bowl odds, I would argue there is not a single unit on any of those teams that is weaker right now than the Jets' offensive line. That's going to be an issue. Yeah, it was one of the worst in the league last year. But he is more mobile than Brady. All right, and I I get it was a good illustration, but he's more mobile. And I hear you. It's a concern, but I think if he's – Close to vintage Aaron Rodgers, then he can Look, handle it. it. Can I, one of the, just quickly, quickly. That's I know he opened up money so they can add guys at the uh, the deadline stuff like that. The one position that quality guys never get traded is offensive line, because even if you're rebuilding, you want to have a good well, offensive during line the during the season or off season. Quality offensive linemen. Don't change teams except for via free agency for a ton of money. So it's not like all of a sudden, oh, we'll fix that in a few weeks. It's not fixed. It's not going to be fixable via acquisition. Yeah, Yeah, internal. Watch what Micah Parsons 
week two, Micah Parsons is all over him. They're gonna be like, <laughs> it's not good. Helmet. Not great. And then Mackay. Week, week three, Judon and Uche. Oh. Week four, somebody oh. language. Chris Jones oh, probably off a hundred million. Oh, is he boy. gonna show up? What? Oh, oh, they, stop. No, maybe just for that game. Yeah, the, comes yeah. out of the tunnel. Oh, uh, Bengals defense. Offensive line last year. Maybe. Next on FS1, oh. the Fox Sports Jail on Series XM. Offensive line is Zach Wilson's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to a fully wardrobe show from Head to Toe. (laughs) Head to Cincinnati. All the attention is on Joe Burrow's calf, but don't forget about Lou Anarumo's defense. According to Cincy's website, I pulled this right off the website, just to taunt you. Bengals held opposing QBs to a league low 59% completion percentage and only gave up 300 passing yards once, net passing yards. Yeah. DJ Reader thinks the defense can get even better. Take a listen. People think, like, you know, we beat, we are, we are. Like, guys only getting better. We got a young team still. Like, look at the numbers. Like, I'm 29, one of the oldest guys on the team. Like, still young as hell. Like, it, so thinking that we peaked is crazy. I think a lot of guys still working in the best shape of their life. Okay. Yeah. You were fired up about this. And Greg no, Jennings I, is here. Listen, hi, Greg. Good to see you. Um, I, just, I think because the Bengals have had more success against the best quarterback we've ever seen than any team. I've seen. The general public. You Patriots. You, the, the general <laughs> public has now overrated their defense a touch. I think Lou, Lou Anarumo's great, and one of the reasons he gets so much respect is because he's doing this without a ton of great players. Good players. That is a but, fact. But without a ton of – yeah. there's nobody on that Bengals defense like, that guy, What an unblockable superstar, none of it. And they lose both their safeties. Yes. And, and, listen, Eli Apple, I think, was probably more bark than bite, but it's a veteran corner, gone. Shadobi Awuzie, their best corners, coming off an injury. I just, I think they have, in the postseason, and you guys know I was banging this drum going into the AFC title game last year, going into that AFC title game under Burrow, they had played six playoff games. In those six playoff games, they were plus nine in the turnover battle. They had forced 12 turnovers in six playoff games, only turned the ball over three times. Mm. That has made them look more dominant than they actually are. Now, can they stay afloat? I think they can stay afloat maybe because the offense could even function for a game or two without Joe because it's so skilled. But I do not look at the Bengals as, again, I'm going to say the same thing I said yesterday. How many top five defenses are we going to have? We can't have 12. We can't have 12 great defenses in the league. Like, at some point, but if they're you top become 12, average. Top 10. And I, so, the, the, I just think the Bengals' defense has been a touch overstated because they have been really, really good, better than anybody, against the Chiefs, and that is the standard. Sure. But that it, it, that's where I fall on them. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I lean with you. But when I look at this defense, they have done some good things. And none better than the adjustments that Lou Anarumo makes at halftime. In no almost doubt. any and every game. Like last year, they got off to a slow start, 0-2. Uh, they were giving up in their first, what, eight games. I think they're, they're, the numbers are here. Yeah. When you look at the first eight games in rushing, they're giving over 125 yards. Their secondary has always been problematic. They've always given up a lot of yards. They're not a good overall defense but if you look at the last 11 games you got to be like this starting this season off if you if you're going to be without your quarterback you can't allow opposing quarterbacks to be able to beat you in the air and on the ground you got to take something away that's all they need this defense to do you have a guy in Trevor Simeon if you are without Joe Burrow to start the season who has weapons we've seen quarterbacks and teams get by by just Plugging and playing and staying within what their their guys can do, mm-hmm. keeping the system the main thing. This defense, as long as they can stop the run and sure up in that secondary, because losing Von Bell and Jesse Bates That's is huge. You lose both it's huge. They will be okay. Yeah. I, look, I, I like the defense a little more than I think Nick does. I, I, I like the guys. I think they got potential that they're replacing the safeties with, you know, Dax Hill and these guys. So no. I, I think they could be all right. But – I still think they it's going to be real iffy as to whether if he if Burrow misses five games and defense is solid, I still they they could go three and two if he misses the first five. They can handle two and three, but if somehow they go one and four, That'd be right. I think well, yeah, but they, they're in deep trouble. I, I also think I mean I know we've said five games. I think the they're starting on their two. schedule is it, well they started on two last year. I get it. I but get it. Five but I'm just saying, I right think that's Cleveland and Baltimore. Is, like, I don't think any. I think right now the question is if Burrow's going to miss any games. And uh, I think uh, the reason we have said five is because the fifth game is the Cardinals game, and it's like, Correct. well, you could beat the Titans and the Cardinals even without him. So but, you think he could be back for the opener? Well, I know we're going to talk about that. I just think five. I don't. I don't think, hear anybody saying he's going to miss five. Right. And so, that, that, so I just. I don't think that. I think if he misses five games, they're in big, big trouble. Mm. Big right. trouble. Joe Burrow's walking around. Uh, at camp in a Gilligan's hat. Do you like that? It's team. Uh, looks like it's a team hat. So yeah, I'm yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, sunglasses too. Oh, oh let's that, go. No, someone well, tell he, Sean yeah, Payton. He's, he's, yeah, it's practice. Okay. Zach not Taylor, a game. Not a game. On practice. the record, that Burrow would be out several weeks. That quote is from Friday, July 28th. When asked for an update, here's what he said. Well, I mean, the timeline is several weeks from when I said several weeks. So we'll just remain. We'll let that play out. you expect him back before we five even? Yeah. I mean, I said it would be several weeks from when I said it would be several weeks. I mean, I guess I like that answer, bro. You like that? Short and sweet? I, I mean, they're being vague, you know, and we don't – we still haven't seen – they haven't said what grade of sprain it right. is. It seems like it's grade two, right? It, it, that's what it seems like, but we don't know. And I – the vagueness concerns me a little bit. Like when the guy said he missed five games, first five games – you could be like, oh no, he's it's not. He'll be, uh, several weeks is not that long. Or, you know, you could say something, but the vagueness does bother me a little bit. Uh, listen, I think that the the fact that it is not an update is slightly negative. I think the fa- because when this happened, this is a four to six week injury. When this happened, it was uh, the very next day. 
I felt like he was in doubt for week one. I don't think he's in doubt for week four, but the fact that he is not able to come in and say, actually, Joe's ahead of schedule means I would not expect him to play week one. I don't think it's to be clear to answer the question you asked Mm -hmm. a moment ago. I don't think he'll play in that Browns game. I don't think he's missing multiple weeks with this, and my guess is that he's going to come along to where the Browns game is absolutely playable if it's a playoff game because it's week one, they're cautious with him. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I and I, I just basing it off other guys, Kalijah Cantu's missed, he suffered his calf strain, first-round pick for Tampa, suffered his calf strain like four days after Joe Burrow. They, they are being more open, it seems, about his status, and it seems like they expect him to miss week one but haven't definitively said it. So that, to me, is where it sounds. But the fact that there's not an update, I think, is negative if you were hoping he was going to play week one. Mm. Yeah, look, I, I don't think I, – I don't mind his answer, his response. Not having information for fans, I think you want your fans to kind of know and be excited about your quarterback and when he's going to come back. However, there are, op- there are moments where you just truly don't know for certain. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those, I believe. Like you are more – you're better off not saying anything and just – letting him heal, letting him recover, and then surprising your fans and saying, you know what, he's going to be back week one or week two or whenever the case is. But to start putting numbers on it, then they're going to be held to it. I've never liked that. You don't know how guys recover and heal. So Mm -hmm. just if you don't know, you don't know. Is this is on Joe Burrow and how his body recovers and the rehab and all the process that he has to go through. Okay. And remember how long last year it took. The reason they started slowly was because he missed summer training camp with the appendectomy. So you assume it's going to take a few weeks to get going. And again, you might be right, Nick. Maybe five games is way too many. But if you look at like games six, seven, and eight, it's Seattle, San Francisco, and Buffalo. So if they don't tread water yes. in those first if he misses five games to that then it point could be, could to that trouble. point maybe you do want him back in the Tennessee and the I Cardinals think you do, game possible. to get some of that rust off because that'll be his right. first action okay sure. watch him loose you guys are just dissing the Cardinals I might get back on the Cardinals don't do that well just like oh they're gonna beat Tennessee they're gonna be why are they gonna beat Tennessee are you getting back on the Titans or the Cardinals just I'm said, just saying we're just like <laughs> dismissing like the, they're like ah they'll beat Tennessee they'll beat the Browns I just said they should the Titans are well coached and the Titans with the healthy quarterback are a tough out for anybody the Cardinals want to go 0-17 they want to lose every game they have draft Caleb Williams draft Draft Marvin Harrison with the Texans oh, pick. What trade Kyler Kyle? for another first-round pick and be set up. That's what the they Cardinals the want to do, and that's what they're going to do. Yeah, they get a first-round pick for okay. Kyler. Teams are desperate. Now, Who's giving them a first Teams round are pick? down on Kyler. Okay, mark this. You think Kyler Murray's not going to get a first-round pick? I watched well, Carson Wentz get traded uh, well, for a second, a third, does, and a fourth year. after he was traded for a first and a third. I, just not, I don't know who's taking Kyler Murray for a With that contract? That okay, okay. I don't know. It's a good topic. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, quick math. 
The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Baker, what are you guys <laughs> wow. talking about? Uh, Going to get to start against the Steelers tomorrow. He sat down with Mike Jones of The Athletic to talk about this year's expectations. Everybody talks about Tom's gone, yes. He's the greatest quarterback to ever play. But football's the greatest team sport in the whole wide world. And so it takes a lot more than just one person. And there's a lot of good pieces here. And yeah, they were banged up last year. I think everybody's hungry and ready to go. Nick, yeah. could Baker carry the Bucks to the playoffs? Well, listen, you guys know I'm not a quarterback wins guy. But could the, is Baker the starting quarterback of the Bucks? Obviously. Or, or really? be damned. <laughs> and the, Tell that to could, Todd Bowles. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you said that. Let's put up the Todd Bowles quote. Well, he's starting the first preseason game. Todd Bowles says he could do something special if he starts here. Guess what? He's not saying that yet because he's keeping up the illusion that there's a quarterback controversy. Why? What? Hold on. Is he saying Kyle Trask can do something special if he starts here? Is he? I don't know. I missed that quote. I I missed it. I see it. I see it too. Ifs and ors. Okay, so these guys, Brew and Wild still believe Kyle Trask is the best starting quarterback. Just say he's the quarterback. Why are we playing these games? Just say Baker's the quarterback. Because he's been throwing interceptions all training. Okay. That's why. Okay, I'm going to answer the question. Yes, the Bucs could make the playoffs, and I will do something that Brew refuses despite three days of arguing to do. I will go out and say – Baker Mayfield is the Bucks' week one starter. Brew, do you have an opinion on who the Bucks' week one starter is going to be? I think he can have they, oh, they yeah. all but they all but put it for him on a they, silver platter. Okay, so who can do you, he stop throwing who do you picks? Think the Bucks can he stop throwing picks? Be? Who do you think it's going to be? I, I gun to my head. Yeah. I'll oh. go with Baker. Well, then there we I go. Guess, but ask, just ask me the question. <laughs> What's the question? I don't know where that's where we were back. Could Baker carry the Bucks to the playoffs? No. Oh. They can't make the playoffs. <laughs> Baker cannot carry the Bucks to the playoffs. But you're a quarterback wins guy. If he's the starting quarterback and they make the play can they make the playoffs? If he if he ends up starting game one, you know what I think? What? He's gonna lose the job. Yeah. Just like he did last well, he year might. to Sam Darn. He could. All right, so they want him to start. He, and, yeah. and he's gotta be That'd horrific be to lose the job and by all reports, he has been. I mean, they saying he's thrown seven interceptions in the first nine practices. But Bruce, not been good. Four practices since then. You keep using the same seven and nine. That, that was from.
Yeah. All right, look, <laughs> they were eight and nine with Tom Brady. Yeah, but they. So they're going to make the play. I get it. The division is bad. The offensive line is healthier. The, the, the receivers are back. The division is bad. Of course they can make the playoffs. Yes. No, no, of, look. Oh. No, look yes, Baker's they, not leading yes, them he to can. any playoffs. Yeah, and I'm not even a Baker fan. You sound like, like it. No, <laughs> I'm just looking at the division, all the things that you're willing Do to you like now New all Orleans of a sudden better? overlook. New Orleans is better. Of course I Atlanta like New Orleans better. better. But in this division, better. I mean, shoot, what do you want me to do? Just flip a coin yeah. and see who's going to win? That's basically what happened Baker's last gonna year. Baker's going to start the whole season. If, if he does start the oh, whole season, they he can put them in could, position could, to win this division. Could Trask lead them to the playoffs? No. Absolutely not. I think not. Trask could have as good too. a chance as Baker. Uh, that's, that's all I wanted. Okay. I do too. That I, I, I I'm with that you. I, the, that I vehemently disagree with, and I am going to... You, Baker's that good? You I the Baker's bandwagon? I'm not trying to be rude here. You've always been a Baker I, guy, though. That's definitely true, but also, I... I challenge folks out here who are anti-Baker and think because of that he, he shouldn't be the starter. Go watch some Kyle Trask. Pick the year, <laughs> pick the package, pick the game, and try to see if at any point you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's going to be good in the NFL. It's not about loving Baker. These are two separate things. Who's going to be the week one starter? It was the same logic I did last year with the Panthers. Well, he's competing with a guy that I know is terrible. And so Baker will be the week one starter. Then there's a different conversation. D is the team around Baker good enough to yep. limit what he does bad and allow, well, have we ever seen that before? Yes, actually we have. Have we seen Baker Mayfield be the starting quarterback for a playoff team? You know what? I did. Did we see Baker Mayfield win a playoff game? God dog it, I saw that too. So yeah. What? One playoff game is like the most important playoff game in the history of the league. No. Won one playoff game for the Browns. I well, know they hadn't won since. The, they were the Browns who, before he took over, had won one game in two it's and a half years. Playoff game. They had the, some good players. Wait around. a second. But again, who are we comparing? God, I just uh, kicked something. It. God, dog, it <laughs> Who are we that, comparing that was... to? Who are we comparing them to? I'm just curious. Look, I, the, I'm not in love with Kyle Trask. I'm just saying the Bucks seem to like him. No. He would, they drafted him in the second round. They've got the ore. Now, you can kill it all you want, but it's there. You saw Ty Bowles' statement. If, all right, if Baker goes out with tomorrow night they play, right, yep. and lays an egg, you don't think the job is up in the air because Trask is starting the next game, and if he plays well, he's been beat, playing better than Baker in, in uh, training camp. Okay. I disagree. At least protecting the foot, the ball. Because look, they don't have, they still don't have a running game. Okay, then I then let me just they ask you. Don't this have a running game. Question. You got Baker. Then oh, why? It, it, they why had a run game when he Kyle made it the playoffs in Cleveland. Not the starter. They're Exper way more invested uh, exp in it. experience. What? I think they're just like leaning but, on Baker's experience. No, no, but what? I, I would think when they signed Baker, they you're thinking he's going dollars. to be the starter. They gave him less than a running backs get right now, and running backs are thinking about striking. They get paid so simple. little. It is the experience. It is the fact that he Thank has you. been in games and been exposed to NFL football better. and had has is had he? some success, yeah, although yes. not a ton of success. He has had some success. So. So if I'm going to turn the keys over to my offense to a guy, I'm going to start off with the guy that I feel like right. can drive this vehicle.
Right. Like, I believe I mean, Baker can drive the vehicle. Now, will he get in an accident? Possibly. He's Baker, got many. Baker was the starting quarterback for a team that hung 50 on the defending Man. champs in 2023. That, like that happened history. in January. Then why has, why did he only get $4 million? Why has he been bouncing around this, from team to team like a basketball? Oh, stop it. <laughs> you got the shirt. What, the shirt? I really the shirt. Oh, you got the shirt? Awesome. Sure Nick stole the shirt because he wants to wear it. Because it was like three narratives ago. No, I'm not all right, man. It was. I hurt myself. Rams, did you really hurt yourself? Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Joint practice Panthers-Jets yesterday. Here's Aaron Rodgers on... Bryce Young, take a listen. I love watching him in college. I like his demeanor. I like his movement. I like the way he throws. Uh, I trust a guy like Adam. You know, him and I are good buddies for a long time. And he just raves about him. So I think uh, Carolina's in good hands. Okay. Greg, what do you think the expectations are for Bryce Young this year? Well, I mean, he's a rookie. The number one overall draft pick. I think we all know that. And typically when you're number one overall draft pick, you're going to a tough situation. Defensively, I think they they have some promise. Offensively, he doesn't have the help around him to where he's going to thrive. I think he I think he happens to be a good quarterback. I think he happens to be one of the guys that is going to defy all the the naysayers and doubters because he's five nine and some change and he's a buck ten soaking wet all the things. I really like him at the quarterback. However, when you don't have the pieces around that quarterback. They're going to struggle. Mm. That's just simple. He's going to have some struggles, but I think he's going to show some signs that he can be an NFL quarterback and play at a high level in this league. So uh, listen, I, I, I he checks every box except for the size, and there's at that position in this league. I just think it's untenable. I I hate to be that bottom line about it. He that we have never had a quarterback his size succeed for a long time at a high level. Never. The the closest that people bring up Flutie. There's a reason Flutie had to go to Canada. There's a reason Flutie was had a nice uh, year and a half in Buffalo, and we were so excited by it. Kyler. He, people are like, oh, Kyler's going to defy expectations. No, he's not. Kyler, Kyler had a really nice rookie year, a nice, uh, and one more nice year, and has gotten banged up the other years. And uh, particularly on a team that because Greg's right about the number one pick thing, usually go to a terrible team, Panthers in a slightly different position because they traded up to get the pick. So now their ability to improve their team is r- really kneecapped. They don't have a first-round pick next year. They traded away DJ mm-hmm. Moore. They traded away last year McCaffrey. So they don't have great weapons. They don't have a great offensive line. It's going to be hard to build those things out. And I worry the young man's going to get beaten the hell up playing behind a bad offensive That's line with a bad team when he doesn't have the size to deal with it. Like I, 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 
Everyone I've ever talked to, I know our, my dear friend, our friend Colin knows, knows him, used to do podcast stuff with him. Everybody speaks so highly of him. And he was great in college. I just think he's too little. I, I agree more with Greg. I mean, he's going to struggle this year. But if Frank Reich is there. I think, obviously, he's a quarterback whisperer, so I think he can help him. Um, and Kyler, look, we know Kyler obviously doesn't study film the way he needs to. He's had an attitude problem with teammates and, and people in the organization. I think this guy's different. I think those are part of the reasons Kyler struggled. Now, Kyler was a great runner, so that was a lot of his success. And that's not necessarily Bryce, but I, I'm going to give him a chance to succeed. I liked him a lot out of college. I like C.J. Stroud more, but I do think with right there, he's got the talent. Look, I, they're going to struggle this year, but I think he'll show you that he can be a franchise quarterback going it, forward. The, just real quick, even if Kyler lived in the film room, he still it would have been banged up the last couple well, of years. Well, he had the injury issue. That, yeah, but he got, he, he got hurt in the open field. Yeah, so I, I, like, this is what massive. I don't no, like. No, the previous year the, he got hurt. A, 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 a smaller guy gets hurt at that quarterback position, and we say, oh, they're too small. This is, this is what happens when you have a small guy. Yeah. Everybody gets hurt. This is a league that is 100 per, you're 100% guaranteed to be injured. Yeah, but hold on. I, the people... So what, one of the concerns about Tua coming into the league was his size. And I understand because he has suffered concussions, people are like, oh, well, that's not because of his size. But I don't know that I agree with that. Tua, when we have seen him suffer at least some of the concussions, he gets ragdolled because he is a slighter guy and he, is in a way, he gets thrown around in a way that bigger quarterbacks don't, that Justin Herbert won't. Now, it doesn't mean those guys can't suffer a concussion, mm-hmm. but the, it is not – it is not a, a ridiculous thing to say the smaller and the slighter you are, the greater risk of injury you, su- you, you are subjected to in a contact <clears throat> collision sport. Like, that's obvious that Josh Allen can take a hit that a lot of other quarterbacks can't. Why? Because he's bigger than the guys hitting him. I agree. And so, okay, well, yeah. I, and so, I mean, I, I again, I... I it's almost why I hate saying this because it's nothing he can do about it. He can't like improve it. It's not like I'm going to work hard at this. It just it, it, until I, I need to see it to believe it. And in my life watching football, I've never seen it. Okay. Tyree Kill last year, 1,700 yards, 17 games per game. 27 yard jump over his last year with the Chiefs. He wants to make another jump this year, Greg, to get to 2,000 yards. Take a listen. My job is really easy. I just got to stay healthy. I just got to, you know, keep my attention to detail um, and just know where to be at on the field at all times for for my quarterback. And I'll be able to make those plays to get where I want to be at, which is 2K, man. Okay. Over under 2,000 yards. Under. Wow. I know. It's, it's just so hard to do. Never been done. Like, it's exactly. It's never been done. And, I mean, if there's a guy that could possibly do it, yeah, I think he could possibly do it. But I'm going under simply because he was on pace. You need everything to work in your favor. Of course. Like, everything to work in your favor. You can't get injured. You have to be on almost every game. Like, your quarterback can't get injured. You, in this situation, in this system with him, it could happen. It's the likelihood of it happening was this past season. Mm-hmm. And 
And for me to sit here and say, oh, he'll trump that? He'll get on top of Yeah, that's hard. But I, the reason I think – listen, somebody's going to do it. 17-game season, someone's going to do yes, it. The, eventually. I mean, the, I mean there, we've had six guys go for 1,800-plus, two of them in the last two years since we went to 17-game mm-hmm. seasons. We've had 11 – or not 11, 11 instances of 1,700 yards, three of them in the last two seasons, one of them being Tyreek because of the, the extra game. Mm-hmm. It, so, Tyreek – Went 1,700 with bad quarterback play for almost half the year because of the injury to Tua. So I don't know if he'll do it or if Justin Jefferson will do it. I mean, Cooper Cup we saw almost do it. Yeah. I mean, that you, th- that threshold is going to get knocked down. What I will say works in Tyreek's favor, Brew, is he doesn't miss games. He's yeah. missed seven games in his career, and four of them happened right at the beginning of the 2019 mm-hmm. season. Aside from that, the guy basically <clears throat> never misses games. So he's available. I, I, I would take the under, but it, it's absolutely on the board. Yeah, I mean, the safe bet is go under, but I think it's possible. Like you said, 1,700 yards, Tua missed four games, I believe. And so, if Tua is healthy, I think that's a big key. If Tua is healthy the entire season, I think it's possible. See, I think I like the that. offense is going to look a little bit different. I don't think that they're just going to be – it's going to be a track meet out there run simply more? because of Tua's situation. He's going to be smarter. He's going to oh. get rid of the ball. Like, so, you got to hold on to the ball a little bit. I know Tyreek is fast, but to allow those routes to develop, you got to let those guys get down the field. He can Brand make big Jettas plays. to be the first person. Yeah. I mean, That's I'm, what no, he wants. it's not that. <laughs> it's, it's not that at wants. all. I love Tyreek. Yeah. Give him those little shovel passes. Those count. That's well, he's, you know, yards after the catch. You know. 50 yards from Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. It's time now. For the most motivating segment in all of sports, it's the Bud List. It's also the time where we read some viewer mails. A little bit of controversy. Oh, really? People are claiming that I write the letters. Really? So what are you talking about? So just to prove it, I went to the YouTube comments and asked the people on YouTube to print out their comments and mail them to me. And I have those letters here. And before I read them, I have to... There we go. Get the letter writing music. <laughs> Reading. Wow. Oh, sorry. Not writing. Oh, were you behind those? Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Real. Yeah. From J. Clark Kev. Or J. Clark. 
EV, it's an electric vehicle. <laughs> Dear Wilds, we love the show dearly, and while fan mail is amazing, it seems Don, Don, and the kids get all your attention. I would love if you could print out some of your favorite comments and use that as fan mail. Yours dearly, Superfan Joe, P.S. My heart goes out to your Patriots America's team. That's very kind of you. So I thought that was nice. Oh, the, okay. I'm not just out here. Yeah. I, I open up the aperture a little nice. bit. And if this is good, I will do this from now on. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't know what it says? No! <laughs> I told you I didn't read it. It's from J. Clark Kev. Wow. Okay. What's I don't one? just want to always read from yeah, the same family. We get it. So what's this one? From Kevin Williams, 7252. Shout out Ryan and Brian. Okay, I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Without further ado, it's the bud list. <laughs> All right. Um, as I said, this week, not that high on inspiration. Just telling it like it is because these oh, brothers are sign. under duress. Oh. All right. All right. At number three, there's your boy, Nick. Oh, Baker Mayfield. This is it, Baker. By it, I mean your last chance to be a legitimate starter in the NFL. And the pressure's on not just to win the job, but to keep the job. Well, no problem. You won the job in Carolina, mm-hmm. but you couldn't keep it. You got to keep it this time. Now, I do think, Baker, that you have matured enough. I think you've been humbled enough, as your coach Ty Bowl said, to accept, if this doesn't go well, to accept a backup role for the rest of your career, uh. essentially. I think, Baker, you can have a nice career as a backup. You don't get hit, any of that stuff. All right, so, Baker, in that regard, I believe in you, but to be a backup going forward. Oh, I mean, that's you, you know, if you if you If you don't go well this year. All right, at number Tough two. One. Wow. I, I told you, I'm just telling it like it is, all right? Number two, Ron Rivera. Now, Ron, I think you mean well. I think you're an honest guy, a good guy. Too honest, though. I mean, you you don't have to tell the public and the media every little disagreement and dispute that is going on within your building because now you have created distractions. And if it goes poorly for you, and everybody kind of thinks it will except Kevin Wilds, Mm -hmm. if it goes poorly, these storylines are going to be, they're going to resurface. It's going to be Eric Bieniemy's temper tantrums. It's going to be your wide receivers have skin as thick as uh, tissue paper. It's going to be that Ron Rivera, you know, again, is spilling all of our beans. And it'll come down to your record, too. Because, Ron, your last five years as a head coach have had losing records. Mm. New ownership there in Washington, too. New ownership a lot of times means new coach. So, uh, Ron is under duress to have a great season. I'm just telling it like it is. Number one. Wow. No, I believe in you. Kyle Shanahan. Ron, I do. I like you, Ron. I I like you. All right. Number one, (laughs) Kyle Shanahan. The boy genius. Oh. All right, now you have gone out on a limb, brother, and picked a former Mr. Irrelevant over a number three pick that you guys traded three first-round draft picks and other stuff for, and you have put him on the bench. Now, I think you're making the right move, but some people (laughs) are mad skeptical, all right? And I got to be honest, it's Trey Lance, who, who you've discarded, 
is not only not going to start, but he might not even be the backup. And the guy he's battling with for the backup position, you said, might be the next Steve Young. I don't know where Trey's mind is at. I mean, my good. I get it that it's big boy football and you got to overcome stuff. But his mentality must be like, man, do they believe in me? Does the boy genius believe in me? So it can work out if Brock plays well. But if he gets hurt, if Darnold doesn't play well, Trey, where is his mind going to be at? So this is it. I do believe in you because I believe in Brock Purdy. But I I hope you got wow. this thing right. Oh, for Trey three. Lance, uh, wow. you, 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 you've been messing with his mind. Tough bud looks. Dark uh, bud looks. I like yeah. your list. It's, it's, uh, it's duress, under duress. Under duress. Yeah. And I'm just going to add to this list. I'm going to go down to Big D. I mean, this is no surprise. Dak Prescott. Oh, okay. Dak Prescott. And before I start, I just want to go back to a few weeks ago on this show when I <clears throat> said that Dak had played at an elite level. Oh, oh. taking that back? I'm taking all of that back. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. I, I, I recognize when I misspeak, and I misspoke. <laughs> Dak had some moments where he was going in the direction of what elite looks like. Okay. And then this season so far and off season and last season and how it all panned out, Dak, I got a lot of questions, man. And I am going to try to encourage you because Dak, you just can't do what you've been doing. And that's throwing interceptions. <laughs> look, man, and, and the, the way the interceptions look, they look very elementary. These are things that These you've been taught ones. since the first time you took snaps underneath the center. Staring down a defender. You can't do it. You can't stare down <laughs> in this league against your defense, who is known for being one of the best in all of NFL football and taking the ball away. They will do it to you, too. They're making you look bad, Dak. And it's because of something as simple as you're not going through attention to detail, staring down your defenders or in your, your receivers. You can't do it. Look, man, all you got to do is get back to the basics. Last year we saw it, and I hate to do this to you, but with Cooper Cup. Uh, uh, oh, Cooper Rush. Oh, Co my. I'm sorry, not Cooper Cup. Cooper Rush. A possible. He bitch. was. He went four and one, and I don't even Goodness want. Gracious. I, I know I have this full screen up here, wow. but even more importantly, in the four wins, he threw no interceptions, zero turnovers. Yeah, that was it. Wow. In your 12 games that we have right here, you threw 10. There was 10 of these 12 games where you, you threw an interception. Yeah. It's just you can't do it, Dak. Well, you can't do it. You know and we know you can't throw interceptions and win games in this league. Dak, you got to be better, buddy. I'm glad you listened to me in that God, show. You, you humble enough to come back yeah, and say, you know what, Brew, Greg, Brew has some great points. Greg, he, he don't, was right. Greg, so I, that, I, props, my man. No, props. I think I'm more. But it's just training right camp, there. just seeing the practices. Cause he's he some you said it those interceptions are crazy. Yeah, but you look he did it in the game. He stared down his receiver. You can't these are remember early in his career and it's true he didn't throw as many interceptions, but they were running the ball more. Once they started you know putting it on his shoulders, the interceptions came. So all right, Nick, who you got? All right, well, I, if I knew Greg was gonna just <laughs> fold like a cheap tent to Brew, I would have put him on the bud list. But instead. I'm putting Lamar Jackson on the bud list. Wow. Hey, what? Lamar, what a you got the contract. You got the team spent a first-round pick and a wide receiver two the last three years, and they signed Odell, who Greg loves eight flowers. 
You clearly were over Greg Roman. They brought in Todd Munkin for you and to diversify this offense. You were unbelievable, unprecedentedly great in 2019 en route to the second ever unanimous MVP in league history. You were quite good in 2020 and won a playoff game. And then in 2021, you appeared to take a significant step in the wrong direction. In 2022, you were a little scattershot before ending 2022 the way you ended 2021 with a somewhat mysterious injury that kept you out the final games of the season. Right now, I look at the Baltimore Ravens, Brew, and I say, I know they have a great coach. I know they're going to have a really good defense. This was a team that damn near beat the Cincinnati Bengals with Tyler Huntley playing quarterback. The biggest question I have about the Ravens, the reason that they could win the Super Bowl and they could miss the playoffs, Mm -hmm. is because I do not know what Lamar is going to look like in a pass-first offense. I know what he looked like in a pro-style offense at Louisville, won the damn Heisman Trophy. It was a long time ago. So the biggest question I have about the Ravens is Lamar, so he's on the bud list. That's fair. That's fair because we want to see him in this you know, position, and this is what he's wanted, and he got his money. Once you get yeah. the money, the pressure is on. So uh, that, that's, that's not a bad addition. I'm adding Patrick Mahomes to the bud list. Wow, three quarterbacks. Quick story. Even for the most confident people, there's a level of excellence that sometimes you can be a little bit scared to reach for. Case in point, I bought a tuxedo. I put it on, I looked amazing. Why don't I wear that tuxedo every day like I'm Frank Sinatra? I look great in it. Because I'm scared to look that awesome. That's why. I think it'll be insulting to other people. Patrick, you're a friend of the show. That's you with this behind the back pass. We ha- now have nine different behind the back passes on tape spanning two years. And then look, we asked you before the Super Bowl, are you going to do it? He said, no, I'm not going to do it in the Super Bowl. It would have worked in the Super Bowl. So now as you practice it, the only thing that is holding you back from doing this is a fear of being too awesome. Well, take it from me, friend. Fear not. You are that awesome. And I will wear a tuxedo the day that you put on (laughs) the behind the back pass for all the world to see. Please do it week one, week two, week three. But don't go too far. Carpe diem. Throw the behind the back pass, please. Wilds, I love how you're backing your Chiefs. Thank you. My man. That's it. You know what it is? It's because it's left handed. There we go. It's left handed. Have you ever done a high five before you? I've never played a sport. (laughs) Can I ask a question? (laughs) Seriously? If I followed that analogy. Are yeah. you saying what Patrick Mahomes is to football, you are to style and no, I'm saying and fashion. We all yeah. wore tuxedos. No, there's nothing stopping you from wearing a tuxedo. I don't just think that's quite tomorrow. Uh, somebody diagram that sentence, SAT <laughs> style, because I do think Kevin Wilds was saying he is the Patrick Mahomes yeah, of Batman. I'm saying I'm Wilds. nervous to be that excellent. Clearly being the Nathan Peterman of high fives over there. <laughs> yeah, that's left. It's like he's like, on me. <laughs> it's not that hard, It's man. left-handed. Oh, You're look. right-handed. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm so bad. God. I can't do you it. You know what? I don't want to They might like, cancel the show. I want to do, first of all, I do fist bump. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to the show. Patience, a virtue, and the topic of our F block. Brew patience. <laughs> According to a report from Rich Samini, Rogers flashed impatience with his teammates for the first time during practice. Here's some sound from wide receiver Corey Davis and center Connor McGovern. He's been, like I said, real patient, real, real, um, you know, lenient with us and, and, and just working with us and making sure that we get everything down, um, you know, which is what we need. But I can imagine that going the other way, you know, if it doesn't pick up. I sense frustration from everybody, everybody on the O line, Aaron, coaches. I mean, you can't, you can't go out and. Go three and out in a two-minute drive like that. All right, something or nothing, Greg. Um, this is it's something, but there we it's, go. it's nothing. Nah. I, say, I say it's nothing because this is who they. This is who he has to be. The, the expectations are there. So, like for all of the excitement and what mm-hmm. we saw, hard knocks. Everybody, Aaron Rodgers, thank you for coming and helping us out this year and all that. That goes away once there's an opponent across from you. Because now real football has to be played. I don't care what the expectations are. You got to deliver it. And Aaron Rodgers knows what needs to happen. He has experienced it. He knows. He also knows I can't carry this team by myself. I need these guys to be great. Like all these pieces that we have are great defensively. Offensively is where they struggled and where they didn't get it done and they didn't meet the expectations of what the defense was setting. This year is different. And he knows it because all of us – and the media and mm-hmm. everyone around as a Jet fan and or not are going to look at Aaron Rodgers and say he didn't get it done. Well, when the reality is they are struggling offense with, with the offensive line and he's going he's gonna to be the one to go down for it. Well, that's, and that's what's unique. What's unique about this situation compared to the lion's share of his time in Green Bay. In Green Bay, Greg, if something went wrong... How many names we list before it was Aaron's fault? Exactly. Almost everyone on the roster. Right. And so Mike McCarthy, it was his fault for a while. Then McCarthy was gone. Uh, And then it was they they don't sign free agents. They don't draft wide receivers. They drafted a quarterback that pissed them off. There was a long – the defense hasn't Mm -hmm. been great except for the year you guys won the Super Bowl. Long list. It was very rare that it was like, you know what, the quarterback wasn't good enough. And to his credit, he he rarely – Right. He rarely was the problem. But it is now a different situation where the narrative has been set, Brew. Jets, they, they damn near made the playoffs last <laughs> year mean, with the worst quarterback situation in the league. I'm saying this with the narrative has no, been. No, I know. It's the, annoying. That they, won, they, they were 7-4 with the worst quarterback situation in football. So now this year, if they're just okay, then it, people will blame Aaron, even if it's not his fault. Even if it's the offensive line's fault or the defense regresses or solid and whatever, people will blame Aaron. So the pressure's been ratcheted up on him significantly. And I don't look at this, Brew, as if, it, oh, it took him a long time to show impatience. This is the first time they're playing another exactly. team. I think this was the first, real, realistically, about as early as he could have shown it. You're going to show impatience during OTAs. Mm-hmm. You're going to show impatience probably during the first couple of days of training camp. But you got live bullets against another team. It's like, damn, we got to tighten some of this stuff up. But, look, I think he should. If they're not getting it done, kind of to Greg's point, he should be impatient. Sure. 
And, and they look up to him. Obviously, some of these guys grew up idolizing him, you know, as one of the best quarterbacks ever. So he's got that resume to be impatient with guys. You talked to uh, Eric B and me. Obviously, he's won championships too, but has he developed that rapport with the guys to go off on them yet? Well, Rodgers has. Exactly. You know, these guys, he came in the door with them looking up to him, but even just what we saw over the last few months since he got here, he's developed those relationships. And I'm with Greg, like, he needs to go off on them because, yes, he will get all of the blame if they struggle. And it won't be pretty in New York. But I, I want to throw it to Greg. What, what was Rodgers typically like? I mean, is he generally impatient with the receivers or the offensive things aren't going well? Or they talking about he's been patient. They, I mean, they're highlighting how patient he's been. Is that usually how he is? Yeah, or what? He's always had a standard. But in Green Bay, it was that was what it was because Green Bay has a standard. The organization has a standard. And so even when he stepped foot under center, it was like the standard was pretty much already in place. You either elevate, you either meet it or elevate it. You're, you're not going to pull us down. With Aaron Rodgers, even before the games he would always walk up to us and just double check hey if I see this this is what I need you to do he would with every individual receiver and offensive lineman to make to ensure that if we get this look whatever it may be whatever he's seen over the last night the last 24 hours that you would be prepared for so there is no excuse I expect you to do your job. That's what he's always going to do. And I know I've been hard on him because of leadership style and how he shows his emotions sometimes. And it does impact players. But this, he's done everything right. He's been fun. He's been loving. He's been embracing. Now, live bullets come. I got to be who I am. And that's a competitor. It's all about winning. Um, just quickly, if you want to throw the schedule up there, Hubs, and we'll get Nick's reaction. Nick, how do you see this going well listen i just think the week three game against the patriots a team to what your point wiles they haven't beaten in seven years is a must win game because they are not winning week one two or four and if you start 0 and four you're dead 164 teams have done it one team made the playoffs the immortal 92 chargers led by stan humphreys oddly enough that's it so you can't you can come back from a lot of things in this league one and four ain't one of them i do not think they're beating buffalo to start the season i'm higher on dallas than i guess a lot of people are i think dallas is better than them and the chiefs hard to beat a team that's probably going to go 20 and up so you're going to have to beat the patriots <laughs> yeah. and if you don't <laughs> no, this, yeah, it can get late early when's the last time a team made the playoffs at once ever 1992 san diego chargers oh. team doesn't even exist that's even further away than the last time the jets beat the patriots <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, officially four weeks out. Chiefs-Lions. That's amazing. Detroit, everyone's first playoff team. They ended the season on a hot streak. Chiefs favored by six and a half on this one already. Nick, on a scale of one to ten, how nervous are you? Zero. Yeah, well, it's one to ten, first of all. Well, this is not. This is, <laughs> I, listen. I don't fear things that have never happened. 
Just don't. Good life the, the, if it's literally never happened in world history, then it, it doesn't mean it can't, but it means you shouldn't worry about it. And Patrick Mahomes losing a season opener? Never happened. Not only has it never happened, he's been... Oh, it's the best week of the year for him. Huh. It, he's the is best quarterback best we've ever week? seen. Well, I don't. You know what, I, Josh? Eighteen and 0 let, Let's use nuts. let's use the the, the vacation to crunch the numbers. But he's undefeated. The team averages thirty-eight points a game. He has eighteen touchdowns, zero picks, and one thirty-seven rating. If there's a week better, I maybe for him. But I yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm not concerned about this at all. And I also the Lions. Pump the brakes a bit on the Really? Line. Well, the defense. They, they was bad. finished eight and two. The defense was bad, but the end of the season, the defense played a lot better. Well, it, and it they beat when you're some the worst, good, and you can just well, move up. The last eight games, they only gave up more than twenty points three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They beat Jacksonville, playoff yeah. team. They swept Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah. They beat the Giants and the Vikings. So I, I would pick Kansas City, but. I think you're sleeping a little bit. You're snoozing a little bit on the Lions. Not I not. do, too. I think the Lions should be five. <laughs> no, you're just wild. Right? Can I tell you America? five no. on your no. team? No. Yeah, on the Chiefs? No. Wild sees all this sports betting money in the ethos, and he wants to become a sharp now. Well, so he's like, the line's six and a half. I think it should be five. Well, yeah, because I have to, I have to add some friction to it. Can we have just two huge Chiefs fans on the show? <laughs> Left to you. You know what? We're going to be off tomorrow. We are. And we're going to be off the next week. But I promise you, we're going to come back with a vengeance like you've never seen before. Oh, my goodness. Speak is up next. We'll see you two Mondays from now.